Hello, and welcome to River Tales, a Riverdale recap podcast where one of us doesn't watch the show. That's me. Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Kiana. And I'm Elaine. And today we're recapping Season 5, Episode 17, Dance of Death. Ooh. Yes. Is it it's a dancical bad. episode? <gasps> no, there's no musical numbers, but there's lots of drama. Oh, okay, and great. Dance of Death. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Metaphorically, not the dance, dance, but dances. Dances. Yes. Yes. Okay. Are you ready for Teach Us in the Line? I am. Give it to me. (laughs) All right. Number one, Veronica kills Chadwick. Ooh, okay. Two, Eric dies in a mind collapse. Okay. (laughs) Or number three, Junkard Santa is a serial killer. Ugh. That seems likely. I feel like number one is a lie. Veronica kills Chadwick? Yeah. That happens. Oh my gosh! That literally happened. (laughs) Yes. We said she was boring. Mm -mm. I guess she's giving it to us. Oh, this episode. Oh my goodness. Everyone has the claws out. Okay, wait. No, yeah. So, okay. There's a lot. Is the last one a lie? Nope, that's also true. Oh my god, I've been so bad lately. (laughs) Well, it's been ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah. So Eric did not die, but there was a mind collapse and he almost died. But he was fine. Okay, because that would have been a good wrap-up for that character, I feel like, because he had his whole, um, you know, retribution mm-hmm. moment. It would have been sad, but it would have, like, made yeah. sense, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I feel like Eric doesn't really contribute a lot to the story besides the army stuff. They haven't really built up his character in yeah. another way. Yeah. So I don't know what they're going to do with him moving forward. I feel like it. I could see them, him being like, hey, I'm moving somewhere, like, like Someplace else. Yeah, just something. he he leaves as easily as he entered. Yeah, kind of a thing. Uh huh. But it's like, hey, I had my time. Time for something new. And then FP can come back and replace yes. him. <gasps> is that is that the spot he took up? Kind of. Maybe I don't know. A gruff no, but... McKee's go man. McKee's go. <laughs> what are the words you were saying? A gruff machismo man. Machismo. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I heard machizio or machizio. something. <laughs> mac like, and cheesy man. A mac and cheese. That's man. probably the next like craft mac and cheese product. Serial killer. Yeah, the craft mac and cheese oh. killer. Yeah, I was like, I was thinking the craft mac and cheese killer. Mm. Mac and cheese man. <laughs> That's There's two thing. of them, mac and cheese. Yes. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. No, the actual product placement sponsor of this episode was Chime. The app that's kind of like Venmo, but not. Oh, so discount Venmo, is that real? I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. First time I'm hearing about it. Cheryl pays Archie on Chime because the workers in the mine need more money. Well, they... I they, hate that. Yeah. Well, they haven't been getting paid because they still haven't found the palladium and Archie's like, hey, are we going to like be getting paid eventually? Oh, and, he has to do the awkward, like just yeah. circling back. Um, <laughs> and Cheryl's like... Oh, yeah, I'll give you an advance on Chime. And it's like, it and it so shows a comment on the app. Yeah, and he's like, wow, the interface up. is so nice. <laughs> yeah. Easy. This is better than Venmo. It's like, <laughs> wow. So they got it like out of the way first thing of the episode, practically. I mean, that's better. But yeah. I guess. I don't know. It kind of leaves a weird taste in the mouth. So is Archie's storyline first because he's doing the mind thing? Yeah. So there's mm-hmm. two like major stories happening and things are wrapping up. So after this one, there's two more episodes. Of the season. Okay. And things are starting to come together, so characters are starting to come together. Mm-hmm. Good. Which is fun. Yes. And I will say, I was very skeptical about how any of this was going to pan out, and I was like... And you're still skeptical? Oh no, what are they going to do <laughs> with all this? No, it's wrapping up and it's making sense. Yes. And like some dots are connecting? A lot, a of, lot of No, dots. a lot of them, that like everything kind of makes sense, and I was like, okay, okay. 
Yes. I need to cut the writers some more slack. Right? I, like, I defended this show. I know. And I, I like, am right. I. <laughs> That's all you care about. 100% definitively, objectively. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I, okay, I'm sorry, you guys. Sometimes I still don't trust your judgment. Like, we watch. I, the, some snippets I watch from that one episode, the Josie episode, you're like, the physical number is so incredible. You're never going to believe it. And then I watched it and I was like, this is kind of okay. Okay, Sam, you don't <laughs> see all the other musical numbers yeah. on the show. We said for the show. Okay, but like, it was like, still it's not like... Hamilton, but it's like, no. good. I don't know. I feel like my okay. my relationship is still a little hasty with okay. it. Well, I will say it's not... I won't say it's like, wow, this is really great writing. But all these things that were like, what in the world are they going to do with this? They're tying it together. And it does make sense. And and it's believable. In the world of Riverdale. Yes, in Riverdale, it's believable. Okay. Outside of Riverdale, you'd be like, no, that's so (laughs) far-fetched. Yeah. You know, but it's like, but you can tell they had a plan with everything. And it's like, okay. Okay, Okay. yes. Which is refreshing. Yes. No, it is nice. Because it's like, oh, things that they planted in the very first episode they're referring back to again. I mean, old characters have been coming There's back more. a lot. Yeah. There's more old You'll characters that are coming back. And Junkyard like... Santa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who we never gave up. Oh, is Earl going to come back? No, Earl is dead. So far. So they say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I mean by so far. But like, we also so thought Jason far. was dead and, you know. Mm-hmm. Dun, dot, dot, dot. I just want to check in because I don't want you guys like getting Riverdale Stockholm Syndrome or something because we've just been watching it nonstop and thinking about it and talking mm-hmm. about it. I feel like we still stand in the same place we started. And that's beautiful. And yeah. Kiana Where's thinks Kiana? she's still right. She <laughs> <I> loves Riverdale. <laughs> I have more complicated feelings about Riverdale. I had to choke that one out. <laughs> yeah, I was like, how to say this? <laughs> okay, so wait, did we wrap up Archie's storyline? We didn't even start. We just... <laughs> I hate Archie we... so much, I'm just like, get this over with. <laughs> I don't okay. know if you guys noticed. I cut out like 15 minutes of Archie's storyline last time. It was like, <laughs> oh, then what does he do? I, I mean, this storyline is not long. It's so not about don't him. worry. Don't okay. worry. Okay. Yeah, so basically what happens, you know, Veronica's mm-hmm. been trying to get divorced from Chadwick. So yes. she's in this like divorce meeting with him. And she's like, I don't want my ring. I don't want the money, whatever. All I want is Archie. What? And it's so dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. She like throws her engagement ring at him. And she's like, you know what? Take everything. I don't care. All I need is Archie. Mm-hmm. Did this come out of nowhere for you yes. guys? Okay. Yeah. No, out of <laughs> nowhere. Like, Archie and Veronica are not together. Like Because she's getting divorced. But as soon as but, she's divorced, like, sh- oh, he's going to be with her. Right. Yeah, but still, it's like, we haven't been seeing them, like, together, really. And then Flirting out of like, nowhere, oh, I can't wait. she's yeah. like, all I need is Archie. And, like, flips her hair pretty much and, like, walks out. And Chadwick is like, oh. You know? And it's like, again, this is one of those moments where I'm like, Veronica, like... Who are you? Well, and also, I'm like, you literally like to antagonize every, like, violent and dangerous person in your life. And you know what they're going to do, and she does it anyway. And it's, like, it's so stupid, and she's so stupid. And (laughs) she does stupid things. Well, that's very nice of you. But, I mean, okay, but she's doing all these, like, things for her business and stuff, and then all of a sudden it's all about Archie? It's like, where's the girl boss go? I don't know. I think she already got that done with, though. Like, she embarrassed Chad and Mm. got him out of his helicopter deal. He's already financially ruined. So the only other thing she has left to do is be with Archie, I guess. I guess. Well, and I feel like she's been... It makes sense in the context of the divorce, because it's, like, the reason... One of the main reasons she wants the divorce is to be with Archie, and Archie won't be with her until she's divorced. So it's like, yeah, 
it makes more sense in that context, but still, it's yeah. like... I just wanted a little more from her to, like, be like, I am I want my independence because I'm my own person. I know, no. It would be nice. It would be nice. It would be nice. <laughs> but no, that's but not what we get. at least we have Varchi to root for. Yes. And we'll get there. Okay. But first, we have Hiram and Chadwick. We should come up with a couple name for them, because they, like, are a little partnership. Chiron? But they're not, though. You know, So Hiram, no couple name? Hiram, <laughs> not deserving? <laughs> no, I don't think so, because... Hiram, like, doesn't like Chadwick, never has. Chadwick, like, grovels to him when he needs help, but there's not... But they're working together. But there's not any, like, respect there, or, like, yeah, we're partners. Hiram's just like, hey, do this thing because it's also self-serving for me, and you are, like, begging me for help, so, yeah, I'll throw you a bone because it helps me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. For the record, I like Highwick, so... Okay. I like it. <laughs> I like it too. <laughs> it sounds like an off-brand like air freshener. Yes. That gets you high. Oh, dual purpose. Dual purpose, maybe. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so Chadwick goes to Hiram, and Hiram's like, "Archie messed up your marriage. Archie's messing up my town. We got to get rid of Archie." So he gives Chadwick this ghost gun, and he's like, "Go kill it." So Chadwick, what is that? a is ghost it like, gun. Yeah. It's like, like untraceable. untraceable. Oh, okay. So Chadwick's in this dark alley, and he shoots at Archie. Archie oh. dodges it, grabs the top of a garbage can, like those round kind. Uh-huh. Captain America Captain style. America style. Yes. Hits him right square in the nose. Yeah, breaks his nose. So he's wearing, like, bandages for the rest of the episode. And Does then, he just drop the gun? Yes. Okay. <laughs> he drops the gun and runs away with his fingerprints on it. So Veronica and has cries it. And cries and goes, oh. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. He was such a wimp about it. But then Veronica go back, goes back to their divorce meeting, and she's like, I have the gun. She's like, if you don't divorce me and give me everything, because I want everything now, I'm going to go to the cops and say that you tried to kill Archie. And so then, basically, she's getting everything, and she leaves saying, I'm getting everything, you little bitch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love this new phrase they're trying out. It's like a little, like, inside joke. Yeah. With, like, everyone in the show. <laughs> I truly think it's, like, my headcanon that everyone on the show has a group text, and Josie was like, oh my gosh, you guys, like, Veronica, your dad came up to my hotel room, and I called him a little bitch, and then everyone's like, that's so funny, and now it's their inside joke. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I love this headcanon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and even after that, too, like, because Chadwick goes back to high Hiram and it's like oh the gun misfired and it didn't get Archie and Hiram's like you disgust me you know it's pretty much just like you're pathetic you disgust me I never want to see you oh yeah so Veronica Chadwick get divorced so then of course first thing she does shows up at Archie's house and it's like (laughs) guess what these are what edible underwear (laughs) probably (laughs) even better divorce paper yes okay yeah so then they get it on and Archie's house too this like techno, like Owl City, like music oh, so in weird. the background. It was like, what is, what is this? <laughs> yes, yeah, so that something. was just like a weird choice for like did because that like implies that that's the song they put on. Yeah, <laughs> it's like is that their special song? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Yeah, and so that happens. Then Archie goes back to work at the mine, and while they're under there, or while they're, like, underground in the mine, like, there's this unexpected explosion, which was sabotage from Hiram. Mm -hmm. You know, and so Eric and Archie get stuck in the mine, but everybody else is able to make it out. And they're, like, everybody's doing 
everything they can to get everybody out. And But Archie on the other side, you know, he's like, I have no idea how we're going to get out. They're in this really, like, tough spot because they're both injured and... Losing oxygen. Losing oxygen. Mm. And there's, like, this moment when it's just, like, all the other, like, soldiers. A psychic vision of how to get out of the mine? No, it's like... Just, like, give, give him strength. Like, giving like him, it shows like, them strength, helping him you know? take the rocks away. Sure, it's, like, sure, metaphorical, sure. you know? Yeah. And on the other side... Veronica knows that Hiram obviously did it. So she goes to Hiram and she's fuming. And this is Cammy Mendez's scene. Okay, like a good performance, very emotional like and she's dramatic. Been waiting for this. Yes. This is why she was nominated for a Teen Choice Awards Choice Movie Drama Actress. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> No, so she, Hiram's watching, like, the news coverage of this, and he's like, smirking. <laughs> and Veronica hits him in the back of the head, knocks him out, ties him to a chair, Ooh, and then she's yeah. walking around him, like, giving him this speech about, like, if Archie dies, you die, daddy. Okay. Well, and she's like, we've been locked in this, like, dance of death, you know, where it's like, the only way for this to end is for one of us to die. Oh. Because that's what her guidance counselor told her in high school. <laughs> one <laughs> of you really... has to die. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember the guidance counselor episode yeah i don't remember wonderful. that part uh-huh. though she said not in those words but she was like this thing with your dad like it's the way it's going, going okay it's only going to yeah. end when one of you dies yeah and veronica's internalized that okay so what yeah. does she do well she just gives him that ultimatum you know and she's one she says that you know she's like well we'll see if what archie happens dies, if die. archie dies you die oh she's gonna like okay see yeah. what happens uh-huh but okay. then she goes home and back at the mines you know, Archie has his soldier friends, like, helping him out psychologically. Meanwhile, <laughs> Cheryl is praying because, you know, Cheryl's like the high priestess or whatever. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Her ministry. Yeah. So she's praying to, like, nature, like Gaia, the like Mother Earth. Uh-huh. Because at some point in the episode, Kevin was like, Cheryl, um, when we pray, who are we praying to? <laughs> and yeah. we were like, thank you, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. And Kevin is like, you know, this is seeming a little cultish. And he's like, this is mm-hmm. a little too... Fringe. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He's like, this is a little too fringe even for me. And he's like, I'm out, Cheryl. Yeah, he doesn't even get to perform anymore. Yeah, yeah, I know. So you know how Jason's like their savior, right? Well, Cheryl clarifies this that. Is, yes. Kevin's like, are we praying to Jason? And Cheryl's like, not exactly. Like, we're praying to some higher power. And then Kevin's like, what higher power? And Jason's power? like the conduit that we use to, like, get in touch with that higher yeah. power. Okay. And then, I, I just thought it was weird that no, that Juniper and Dagwood did not come up in this at all. Because they're like his heirs. Oh, yeah. That's true. Like, if he's they forget like... forget about Juniper and Dagwood. Like, just They yeah. only bring it up when they want something creepy in there. But this yeah. would totally would have been creepy. Right? Oh, yeah. Like, that what if they just opened their mouths moment. and Jason's voice came out? Whoa. You should write the show. Hire yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way we could actually hear Jason's voice. Yeah. We would never see his And we would never hear movie. them until the, the or sequel to Riverdale. Yeah. yeah. They're in high school or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway. they're praying to Gaia. So she's kind of doing like some Wiccan stuff. Okay, yeah, it seems sure. like, yeah, which again, we're like, maybe Cheryl does have some, like, witch or Wiccan something or other. Yeah. Because, yeah, when she prays, she's like, prays to the fire, and then the fire, like, gets bigger, you know? And the wind picks up when she prays the wind. And... Yeah, it would be weird that they would, like, signify her, like, saying all that with, like, the shots of it happening if it wasn't, like, a real thing. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Unless it's just for dramatics? I don't know. Well, that's the thing is, I feel like they kind of have, like, like, framed it in a way where you don't know for sure. You know, it's like, is this real? But it's also, like, not and, a, someone playing a trick. So it's like... Yeah. So is it just, like, coincidence? Yeah. Or, I feel like they're setting it up to be real. I think so, too. At least we prepare ourselves for that. <laughs> yeah. 
But anyway, so at that moment, Archie comes out of the mines with Eric. They're both fine. Um, but before Veronica hears the news, she's in her fancy apartment with a super cool bathroom. Love the interior design. Great. <laughs> and Chadwick <laughs> comes in. And he is a pistol with a silencer. And he's coming in to kill Veronica. Is he just like, was he just like gonna like plan this all along? It just like, he just seems no. like a white collar. Well, he's just like, you know, he tried to kill Archie because Hiram's like, this is the only way to save your marriage because he's like, I still want to save it. Then Veronica comes at him and is like, I'm taking literally everything from you. Hiram's like, you're a disappointment. And I feel like Chadwick is like, what Nothing do I have to lose. Yeah, it doesn't have anything to lose at this point. I guess. Because yeah. he's like, I'm obviously never getting Veronica back. So I might as well kill her. So I guess it's like if I can't have her, no one can. I don't know. I know it's very dramatic and you're like, where is this coming from Chadwick? It's like you're like married for one year. (laughs) I know. You sang shallow once. Like (laughs) move on. Someone else in New York City will do that with you. Yeah. And I don't think you've ever used a gun before this episode. And now suddenly he's like, like, I can't picture him doing it. I picture him shaking the whole time. Yeah. Like he was. No, he's not scary. Well, first off, she has this. She doesn't have an Alexa. She has a, what is it, Poppy or something? Like Cece or something? Cece? I don't oh, know. Oh, so not Siri? No, it's like it's like an Alexa, but it's like or a different, a Siri, or a Siri, but a different Like name. a home device. And she's like talking to it and she's like, Cece, or whatever, turn off the lights. Cece, play Wagner, full, full volume. volume. <laughs> <laughs> she's just so dramatic. And so this this scene, is the killer behavior. I know, I know. So it's like, <laughs> lights go off, Wagner comes on. And then she's like kind of like watching Chadwick and like following him around the apartment. Then she knocks him like over the head too and knocks the gun out of his, no, she just like knocks the gun out of his hand. They both dive for it, grab the gun. They're like fighting and she shoots him. Okay. Multiple times though. Well, at least it's in self-defense. Like yeah. I, when you said yeah. it at first, I was like, but, but I also, mean, okay, yeah, it's mostly self-defense, but I feel like she could have gotten out of it. And okay. The thing that bugs me well, is that afterward Smithers came in the door, like right as the shots were going off of course he did. and she gets a call right after that from Cheryl saying that Archie's okay. And she's just like, like smirky and she's like totally fine. Unfazed that she just killed her ex-husband and she's mm-hmm. like, Oh, Archie's okay. All right, let's go. Oh my gosh. No, but it gets worse because then she goes back to Hiram that she has tied up in his office and she's like, you know, walks in and he's pretty much like, oh, you're going to kill me or whatever. And she's like, well, it wouldn't be the first blood spilt today. Ooh. And like she's proud. And then she, no, she even says, she's like, yeah. She's like, I killed Chadwick. And she smiles about it. And Hiram's Mm -hmm. kind of like, whoa. No, but she's like, I keep my promise. And Archie's alive and he's fine. So I'll let you go. So she like cuts his ropes or whatever and yeah. lets him go. But it's like her, all of her behavior, you're like, it, that's is, is like this a Veronica, yes. is this a Veronica snap, you know? It's like, just like, she called her dad psychotic. I'm like, honey, psychotic. I know, and I'm like, this is, and it's like different than what Hiram would do too, because it's like, her ex-husband for a passion, day. technically. Yeah, and also with what she did with, like, her dad, though. It's like, this is, like, people she's close to that she's doing this with. Not so strangers, yeah. like Hiram does. Mm-hmm. So it's like, this is... Yeah. Okay, but when she's letting Hiram go, she does this whole thing where, like, I'm not afraid of you anymore. I used to be, but now you're just oh, this yeah. silly cartoon. And like, like, they look about. at each other. We're like, we call him a cartoon oh, villain. Yeah. yeah. A silly cartoon little bitch. Oh, 
And then no, she, says, she says that. Bye, you little bitch. Again? Yeah, again. Yes. Their favorite phrase. I'm I loving know. it. And okay. I'm like, Hiram, his self-esteem right now. He's just yeah. like, oh, not again. He does have I a little bitch energy. But the, like the last scene in this whole like story though is like you see Hiram burning a picture of Veronica and Hermione and there's like a te- like tears. <laughs> yeah. Is that supposed to make me feel emotional? Like, it's like well, he's over him. Like he's done. No, it's just like he's trying to get him back. Yeah, like he's not gonna try and get him back anymore. And so it's like there's nothing that's gonna hold him back anymore. You know, he's kinda like I wasn't them. really aware anything was holding him back when he blew up his own prison to go destroy the high school because it was giving the town no. too much hope. <laughs> no, but like in terms of Veronica and her mom, he was trying to get them back and he cared about them. He was in a twisted all, way. In a twisted way. Sure. No, but it's like but this is like signifying it's like he's not gonna have any qualms about anything anymore so it's like what's gonna happen there it's like scary but it's like i don't know i just thought he was like doing his own thing for so- like since the time jump he's gone full tilt i all yeah. i thought already mainly is like personal episode that mm-hmm. you learn more about how he actually feels with stuff mm-hmm. and, and he then- thinks he's doing all this stuff to succeed so that those women in his life will love him yeah. and right. take him back mm-hmm. yes so i'm curious to see then what his motivation will be if it's not to get them back, if he's like written them off completely. Now he only has power. power. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, it's like now it's only his own power, his own like greed. Which so, I kind of already thought, but I guess it, yeah. now it's less uninhibited. Maybe he yeah. can find a new girlfriend. Well, what the heck? No. Well, <laughs> what what the heck can he do now? Like, what's gonna make it more ridiculous? I know. I'm like, what is he gonna like be a hitman? Blow up the prison and- again? <laughs> But I'm already exhausted with what he's going to do. Actually, I'm more excited because if they can up the Annie, that would be like that's something. What I, that's mm. what I'm expecting. Yeah. You know, it's like... Like is Sodale going to turn into a giant robot? Maybe. Whoa. I could also see them kind of going the opposite where like this could kind of like crush Hiram and he'd be like, what's the point of anything? I could see that maybe happening and then Veronica kind of like stepping up into like that Hiram role. Oh, I could see that. Like I could see that and him like kind of giving up that little bitch energy. Yeah. He takes <laughs> so. it all the way back to, I don't know, Cancun on vacation. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> what he means. I'm like, see, I could... I could get also out of Riverdale. Like, I know. I could like take a vacation, get There's out of that there place, for you. let the high school go. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> like get out of your high school town. Yes. So it'll be interesting. Okay. So in the Betty and Jughead news, um, you know, Betty and Tabitha have been going to the Lonely Highway, right? Yes. But they're not really, you know, getting picked up by anybody. It's kind of a bust. But then Tabitha finds out that Squeaky is missing. Do you remember Squeaky? <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> How could you forget? No, who's Squeaky? She was like a super minor character for two hot seconds in one episode. She came into Pops and was like, I'm leaving Riverdale. Goodbye. Oh, then, she got into the truck with the skull. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And we're like, oh, she did. But we haven't heard of her since. And now I guess Tabitha like knows her mom or whatever. And her mom calls and is like, we don't know where she is. She's missing. She never made it to her friends in California. So Tabitha says, Betty, Jughead, I heard back in high school, there wasn't a mystery you two couldn't solve. Can you guys team up again and find Squeaky? Oh yeah. And they high five. (laughs) I mean, they don't high five, but. They high five with their mouths. (laughs) They should. (laughs) They did it with their eyes. Yes. Ew. <laughs> I know. 
No, it's just like, it was really cute. Mm. They're rekindling their and friendship. Then, yes. Yeah. And then they get like deep into all the like files and everything. I love seeing yeah. like Jughead researching everything. Sexy. and Yeah. 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 Blowing dust off a bunch of big old files. It's like it's their love their language. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Solving mysteries. Yeah. And I miss like seeing that from them because it's like that was like such an integral part of their relationship too. And like, yeah, I was just like, yes. Back to classics. Yeah. Yes. I know. It's like. So the first big thing they do is interview Lerman Logan. He's back. No. Yes. No. You love him. Not Herman Hogan. (laughs) (laughs) Because they're starting to realize that Jughead's like alien Mothman stuff is kind of somehow connected to all the killings happening on the Lonely Highway. They're like, this stuff has to be connected. Starting to realize that? Well, no, but they realize that Lerman is the only one that has had an like, encounter with all this stuff and has come back from it. Alive. Alive, you know? And oh. he's like, they're like, he's the only person that might have some clue of what's going, as to what's going on. Yeah. And so they're like, we need to interview him. So they bring him, they get him to come back up to Riverdale and talk to him about all this stuff. Just by himself, like no parents? Yeah, Correct. just by himself. Because his parents are weird they, about yeah, it. Yeah, they wouldn't yes. let him talk about it. They're like, oh, he was sleepwalking, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And he tells them that, yeah, he was sleepwalking, and he ended up in, like, this, like, shed, you know, and, like, that looked like a spaceship. And he Just hit... like Polly said. Mm-hmm. Just like Polly said. Sounds like a spaceship. Yeah. So he said he was, like, in that shed, you know, and everything, but then this mothman appeared to him who had like red eyes and you know is like do they show him or is, no, is it all okay no a lot of it's still kind of like foggy you know but he's like but he like brought him out of the shed and like took him back onto the lonely highway which is where they found him mm-hmm. and he said he said he called himself a mothman yeah and helped him escape and said that it was a mistake that he was taken yeah and that he needed to be released because he shouldn't have been taken Oh, yeah. he was in, like, one of the ones they, want. they wanted. But uh-huh. this has happened, like, multiple times? Cause, or is this Just sleepwalking? Just time. Okay. I mean, he was a sleepwalker, but this so, is not a dream. This actually happened. Yeah. But his is, parents okay. told him, like, basically, well, the Mothman told him don't tell anyone about it. And he was afraid that more Mothman would come back for him if he said the truth. So while they're in the middle of the conversation, though, with Lerman, Betty gets a call from Dr. Coodle Jr. that they found another body. And it could potentially be Polly. Mm-hmm. And so they do a DNA test to see if the DNA matches and see if it is her sister. But this one has been dismembered. And it is like kind of mutilated. And so, so it was is it in, like a skeleton? Not no, quite, but, but it was in Swedler's Swamp. So it's like kind of decomposed. Oh, yeah, decomposed. Okay, okay. Sure, and sure. so that's why they need to do the DNA test because you can't be sure. Right. Um, and they get the results back and they find out that it was squeaky. Mm-hmm. Oh. But... Then they get the news that he's like, but your DNA does match somebody else in the morgue. The guy that bit off his tongue. The chainsaw guy. Whose DNA? The murder. Okay, so you know the, the murderer guy who yes, she thought the killed chainsaw Polly? guy. Uh-huh. And he bit off his own tongue. Yeah. And then Betty didn't want to like take him to the cops yet because she still wanted like to get all her stuff together. So she had Colonel Jr. just like hold him at the morgue. And he's like, okay, but I DNA tested him and that guy matches your DNA. Like he's a distant cousin of yours. Uh, oh. Yeah. Yes. And Betty's like, but I have no cousins on my dad's side. Or, like, her mom's side, she's like, how could that be? Like, I don't have any relatives that I know of. And Jughead's, what about... And Jughead is like, well, what about your Blossom side? Mm Mm-hmm. 
Because if you remember, Betty's dad and Cheryl's dad were brothers. Betty truly is like part Blossom, not Cooper. Right. Yeah. Okay. And she doesn't know all those family. So the guy she killed, or the guy who killed himself, but who she like kidnapped. Yes. Is Blossom Blood. Okay. But it's okay. So th- things are starting to piece together, right? Yes, completely. Do you remember how Tony just had her baby? Oh no! What does that have to do with it? Just that Tony's back in the story, which oh, is exciting. Okay, sure. Yeah. But her and Fangs are hanging out, and you know Tony's mm. a teacher at the school. She's like the only one actually still teaching. I know. She took like what two days maternity leave and went back to teaching because everyone else kind of quit or got fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> None of them were really good anyway. No, they, they were sucked. temporary. So so Tony's at school. And this student, Britta, comes in and says she was getting bullied because she's gay and she like wants to come out to her parents, but she's nervous. And Tony's like, I'll do it with you. And it didn't go super well and she ran away, but then is missing. So this girl, Britta, missing probably on the lonely highway. Right. So they're trying to go look for her too. Okay. Fangs yeah. and Tony, sure, why not? She just had a baby, sure. Because now I mean, they're like counting this baby together. Baby. Yeah. And Kevin is like... I mean, Kevin's baby. It was supposed to be Kevin's baby too and now I he's like, like Kevin fully Cheryl. does not care. He hasn't even like met this baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that frustrates me too because I feel like we were getting a lot of good stuff with Kevin for a while and I was like, okay, they're gonna like develop his character more but no, right away they're just like, nope, he just only scenes and performs and is very easily persuaded by anything and it's just like, whatever we need Kevin to do, He'll Just fill him in. Whenever there. cults need a member, yeah. Kevin's there. Kevin's, Kevin's there. there. First on the list. I know. That would be an interesting direction to take the story if it had to deal with like the conflict of like Fanes and Kevin and Tony and having to but raise having his to baby co-parent. and having to co-parent and having to like work through these issues. But no. No. They're not gonna talk about that. No. Instead we're gonna have a musical number. But anyway. Anyway. We digress. Yeah. Back to the aliens. Yeah, of course. Oh, please. <laughs> well, no, because after all that happened, the bodies at the morgue disappear. It gets broken into, the bodies are gone. Just like and somebody stole the alien body. Well, and that's why all they make the connection. Bodies like all the bodies or just the bodies they wanted? The bodies of the tongueless guy uh-huh. and Squeaky's body. <laughs> Tongueless and squeaky coming yes. to <laughs> yes. theaters near you. Yeah. You know, and they're like, you know what? That weird alien that we had also went missing and is connected to the Blossoms. We got it from Nana Rose. Mm-hmm. Now, this right. tongueless guy is connected to the Blossoms through that DNA. So, aliens? Is that what I'm supposed to believe? No, so no. everything comes back to the Blossoms. Well, and so, yeah, it's Riverdale. Yeah. <laughs> and so, Betty and Jughead want to know more from Nana Rose because she's the one who told them about the alien body and the Mothman mm-hmm. and the Mothman. she's the one who first planted the Mothman thing in their head right mm. right she told the story about the diner with the light yeah. Uh-huh. yeah so they go visit Nana Rose and Betty gets all up in this like 100 year old woman's face and she's like don't lie to us tell us the truth and Nana Rose is like fine 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 the alien <laughs> was my cousin Timothy Timothy can it, you little liar? No, he barfed on a sailor like a pig, and the police ate Timothy. What? <laughs> yep. Because it's not an alien, it was a like a human corpse. She said he had a lot of deformities. A lot of birth defects. And birth defects. Okay. And so that's why, like... Did we call... Did we... In our rambling about that episode, did we ever think maybe it was a human? No, never. And why would you? I think we thought it was like a fake alien body. But or a real guess alien. it was. Or a real alien. Never a human. 
Well, but also it's interesting because they did show it again in this episode. And before, I feel like you never got a good view of it. And this time when they showed it, it did look like a human body. I don't but know. Like, Just with like the big like, head. But with the big head, you know, like. Which is what I'd imagine aliens skeleton to look like. Yeah, but it I looked... I see, like, lots of deformities. Looked, and... It looked just, like, less dramatic than I remember it looking. Like, less, like, green, a- stereotypical alien. Yeah, like, like the, the rest of the holes looked right. I oh. think it still looks pretty alien-ish. Not gonna lie. Like, I saw a picture of it, and I yeah. thought, like... Like, I didn't think human either. Anyways, okay, so it's her cousin. Timothy. Timothy. But not her actual cousin, because Nana Rose's husband was very unfaithful and he would have sex with any woman who entered that house like the nannies the cooks anybody ew so he had (laughs) all these illegitimate children and would make nana rose cover it up by getting rid of the children so she gave them all to the starkweather family who couldn't have their own kids who lived out in the woods so like about six kids she's like eh a dozen-ish. Okay, okay. So the Starkweathers got all these, like, half-blossom kids. Yes. And then they, like, sucked themselves and kind of, like, inbred within themselves for a next generation. As you do when you live in the woods. Yes. And they moved from the woods to the mines to right off the highway. Uh Uh-huh. So Jughead says, to recap (laughs) what everyone was thinking. Yes. So there's been a secret illegitimate clan of Blossoms hiding out in the woods for two generations? (laughs) (laughs) That hasn't come up until this very year. Uh Yes. But they call themselves the Mothmen and came up with this whole folklore around the Mothmen in order to cover up their secret, like, weird lifestyle, because they didn't want to be, like, known, didn't want people, like, digging into their weird business. And Anna Rose said that they like, very readily adopted and, like, fed this rumor because they didn't want people to find out the right. truth. Yeah. And so they... So that had, thing at the diner didn't happen. Didn't most likely not. it with, like, Pops or something? I, yeah, because Pop Tate. They did interview him. It may have been some weird thing that happened, but it wasn't actually associated a with UFO, the Mothmen yeah. at all. Okay. You know, it's okay. like it could have just been one of those weird things that happen sometimes that you can't explain, but... Like it when was, Elaine and I saw an alien at Walmart that one time? Yeah. Yeah. I swear we saw an alien ship fall from the sky. It was like a pink light... That was so weird. I'm telling you. It's like one of those moments, though, when it's like that unexplainable thing. But you no. both saw it without, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but not Moth... But the thing that pops was not Mothman. Okay, gotcha. Or maybe it was. Or maybe it was. Or maybe it was I aliens, and so. Mothman are just a different thing. Because Mothman aren't aliens. No. Haven't those been two different things this whole time? Didn't Junkyard Santa say it was a Mothman alien? He did. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, but, like, we've been, like, speculating. Yeah. You know, and yeah. the show's been, like, Trying making it vague. Us. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's interesting, honestly. Yeah. Like, it, it does not add up. It adds up, but it, it is a little, like, we invented it's a, a thing. It's a little far-fetched, but yeah. But... They explain it in a way that's like, oh yeah, I can see. Sense. I can see how that's just like in the underbelly of out in the woods of Riverdale. Exactly. Mm-hmm. There's enough weird stuff going on here. Why not? <laughs> right. It's not I the know. weirdest thing, honestly. No. no, and that's when they realize they're like, you know, who first told us about the Mothmen, along with like Nana Rose, and who lives right off the highway, Junkyard Santa. Santa. Good thing mm-hmm. we came up with the name. For and him. I know. And then Nana Rose is like, oh, Dreyfus. He's still alive, you know, and she knows him, and she's like, "Oh yeah, he's one of the Starkweathers." And then they're like, mm-hmm. "Okay, <laughs> you know, <laughs> in this family." Yeah. So then they're like, "Let's go pay Junkyard Santa a little visit." So yeah. this, so Junkyard Santa is related to Betty, like a distantly, distant, yeah. distantly. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this squad of Jughead, Betty. 
Tabitha, Fangs, and Tony okay. mm-hmm. go out to Junkyard Santa's place. Who's watching the baby? Um, Fangs' is mom. mom. Well, I like that they came with a big group, not just two people this time. Yes, right? I know. So it's not just smarter. like Betty and herself yeah. with a bobby pin. <laughs> yeah. And her dark Betty wig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, so they're all hiding out around the junkyard. And like kind of searching too, like yeah. snooping around. Looking for Britta. Yeah, I like also how you guys like pantomime that. Like Kian went, shh. <laughs> and Elaine's like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it was intense. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. While Jughead goes and plays nice junkyard Santa. And he's all like, hey, buddy, like, remember me? Do you want to talk some more? Why don't we talk in your house? He's just like Jughead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and junkyard Santa is very suspicious, you know. And this is, Jughead's like, oh, you live here alone? Don't have any family or anything? And That's junkyard Santa. such an obvious, like, it's well, so No, he's, he's not trying to hide anything. You know, junkyard like, Santa. Yeah, yeah, no, junkyard good. Santa's like, I thought we were here to talk about the Mothman. And then Jughead is... Yeah, like, oh, you mean your siblings, right? Yeah, we're here to talk about your family. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you think you figured it out, huh? And Jughead's like, can I tell you my, like, guesses? He's like, see if I'm close, Yeah, you know? Yeah. It's like the whole, like, I know what happened moment, yeah. you know, in, like, crime shows. Yes. Or kind of like his thing that he did when he locked everyone in the room at Stonewall Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. And he's like, I'm going to spend an hour telling you guys how I figured out what you all did. Yes, exactly. He loves doing that. He yeah. does. <laughs> I guess and that's so, what being an author is. Yeah. You know, so they're just sitting down with their moonshine as Jughead is, like, laying it all out in mm-hmm. front of him. And, yeah, and, like, they find out that originally they would go after, you know, because he's like, why are you targeting women? And why are you targeting, like, these people? And you find out that originally, yeah, they would target, say, like, sex workers or... Runaways. Runaways, drug addicts, things like that. Because People no one would miss. For, like, money and things that were on their possession. Because at the time, you know, they didn't have jobs. And they're living in the middle of nowhere. You know? Right. And so that's why they started doing it. Right. And he's like, but it didn't stay that way. And so, yeah, and Jack is like, so now you're just doing it for the thrill of the hunt? And he's like, yep. Yeah. Oh. That's what we do as a family. That's creepy. Yeah. That's unnerving, yeah. Uh-huh. And so while they're, like, having this conversation, though, inside the house... Outside in the junkyard, there are like, you know, like every, the rest of their little squad is searching and they run into the rest of the family. Oh no. Who are dressed up as mothmen, which basically look like junkyard Iron Men outfits, all metal kind of like armor masks. Oh, Mm -hmm. okay. okay. Yeah, with like the red eyes that, um... Lerman saw. Right. Oh, okay. You know, because it's like they wear these things so nobody can recognize them. And to, like, feed that whole Mothman, like, folklore. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. But, like, Fangs gets his foot caught in a bear trap. A bear trap. Ooh. And so he's trapped. And then Britta is in this shed, which is, like, the alien spaceship shed that everyone was talking about. She's oh. trapped in there, but she's fine. Mm-hmm. And Tony gets her out. And, like, Betty's fighting off this other Mothman guy. Ooh, Tabitha, like... Kick somebody in the crotch or something? No, she uses her um, taser. A taser and taser oh, cool. in the crotch. Okay. That was great. Yeah, did they bring protection? Yeah, they, they all have, have weapons. weapons. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they like get Britta out, and one of the Mothman guys was nice and like helped them. When they like, find out, one. yeah, they find out that like one of the family members does Has not been, like... approve of what their family does. Uh huh. And he's the one who I'm guessing let Polly out, and that's why she escaped. He's the one Probably. who let. Lerman out, and he mm-hmm. also, when they were there, let Britta out. 
And that's when, like, they find her because he was, like, trying to save her, too. And well, so that's like, nice. Yeah, so, so yeah. They're, like, the whole family isn't bad. There's one of them that has some humanity. Only yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. And is John Kurt Santa, like, get him boys? Like, is he, He's like... He's fighting Jughead oh, okay. inside. Yeah. He and he tries to bite off his own tongue so that he can't talk, and Jughead catches him and stops him, like, puts something in his mouth so he can't do it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they do actually arrest him. Is it Jughead's tongue? No. <laughs> you want a junkyard Santa jughead makeout session? Don't judge me. I mean, you can write that fanfic, if, if but I won't read no. it. If it's to save um, the sex workers and other women, Kiana, then well, yes. I'm sorry to tell you, Sam, but he could just as easily bite off Jughead's ton. I need yeah, that. that would be terrible. That would no, not Jughead work. Jughead would seduce him. You don't get it. <laughs> He would distract him enough. He wouldn't even think about that. Yeah. He'd just be enjoying the moment. Yeah. <laughs> <Ew>. Exactly. <laughs> so weird. Okay, but anyway, not to bring down this lovely mood, but Junkyard Santa is arrested and Betty's like, one thing I need to know from you. Tell me where my sister is. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I can draw you a little map. He's like, and she's so, in the junkyard. Yeah, so oh, okay. it's Alice and Betty going walking through the junkyard full of like junked cars, and they open up a trunk, and you don't see it, but you can tell on their faces it is Polly, and so it's like this really emotional moment mm-hmm. where they like break down crying, and so she's dead. She is, she is dead. dead. Oh gosh, really? It is so sad. Yeah. I feel like we both like ended the episode like that, and we're just like silent because it was like really hard, disturbing, and sad. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, okay, so I mean, a lot of stuff wrapped up, but we have two more episodes left of the season. So let's talk predictions. Like, what do you think is going to happen in these next two episodes? What else do you want to see wrapped up? What questions do we still have? Okay, my questions that I still have are like the electromagnetic field thingies that are like crushing people and phone booths and stuff like that. Because that's not these guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the stuff that's like shredding stuff. I was thinking about that too. It's still like the, is that aliens thing? Yeah. I feel like it's some kind of, like, farm equipment they have in their junkyard of random stuff. And they're, like, doing it weirdly to feed the folklore. No. Mm, I feel like that's... How would nobody else see that on the highway, though? Because the telephone booth and the other things were, like... Like, their shed and stuff is, like, more removed from everything else. It's, like, that's, like, in the open. And are the Mothmen hiding people in the swamp? Or are they hiding people in the junkyard? Both. I think both. Because they're around the same area. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. We also learned about all these, like, shredded phone booths from Junkyard Santa himself. So it's like, maybe he was just lying. Except the one with Polly. Right, but that's one. Yeah, that's true. I feel like there was, like, other alien-y stuff. I mean... When we talked about the diner, and that could have been something. real aliens or something. Jughead getting abducted. Thing. Was that just drugs? Yeah, what happened to Junkyard No, I was thinking time? about that, too. After they sold the alien, did they just drug him? Who? The Mothman? Yeah. No, after... I think they stole that body. Because it was Timothy. Yeah, I think they just drugged him and took the body. Maybe? Are they just, like, going to explain that one? Didn't he have like, weird memories of being, like, abducted? And he saw those aliens. He also imagined a rat cat. I was about to say... So... <laughs> no, I was about to say he also... He has a very active, creative imagination. Yes. So he could have. So I'll say, like, Jughead's not the most reliable source. No. It doesn't mean it didn't happen, Especially but... since he's the only one doing it seeing things and we also know he's been struggling with alcohol and drugs and other addictions yeah maybe like like a mixture of things made him hallucinate or something yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, i guess they just had an alien body so it makes sense that you would like be dreaming about that Uh uh-huh yeah okay i buy it yeah 
Hiram's probably going to snap. Yeah, in one way or another. I think they're going to go more cartoon villain with him. I think so, too. Because it's interesting. And yeah. I think it's... Punchy. Yeah. I think I, him and Veronica are, like, going to hold... Like, battle. A battle with some... Like, full-on... Guns. And Hermosa's there, some too. guns. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because she shoots keep, guns. They keep mentioning Hermosa, and she, like, has lines on the phone, but she's never there in person. Are they going to mm-hmm. bring her back? They must be. If, if they're, like, yeah. teasing her like this, probably... See, one prediction I have, I mean, this is a very loose prediction, but I feel like everything that's going on with Veronica and with, like, what happened to Chadwick, I could see Archie having an issue with it. Oh, yeah, I could see see Archie being, like, turned off. I could see Archie being like, Veronica, I don't know if I want to be with you. And I I thought that, too, but I think Archie's had so much stuff, like, that makes him guilty that he wouldn't judge someone else for doing similar stuff. Which, yeah, could also be true. I but could, because Archie's kind of bad. But. but I feel like it would be dramatic, and the show yeah. likes to be dramatic. And I could see him yeah. being like, whoa, like, did you get divorced, or did you just kill your husband? And it'd be a turning point for Archie to, like, put the boner down for a second. <laughs> yeah. He'd be like, wait. He did. Minute. He already did once. Yeah. This He's maturing. Yeah. So that's just a prediction is I think something like that's going to happen. It doesn't mean yeah. they'll necessarily break up, but I don't think Archie's just going to be like, oh, that's fine. You know, or it's like, because I feel like we're seeing Dark Veronica. Yeah. And I don't feel like Archie's going to like Dark Veronica. No. Because Archie's pure heart, you know? Even though he does a lot of sketchy stuff, I don't (laughs) feel like he would be comfortable with Veronica doing the same things he does. No, absolutely not. Which is kind of hypocritical, but also like, he's like trying to get better kind of. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah. Again, they have to have some kind of drama between them yes. two. Uh-huh. And then, do you think Jughead and Betty are going to kiss and hold hands? I think, like, season finale, maybe they'll have a moment where they, like, hold hands. Or they're like, we're, like, really good friends again. And, like, there's a spark. I don't think they're going to go, like, full-on make out, banging in the corner until season six. I I think I they're going to slow burn them. Yeah, I think, I think yeah. so, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless, like, Tabitha also, like, throws a wrench in that. Because she's like, Jughead, I've loved you ever since I saw that hat. <laughs> <laughs> but well, she's he, never he seen it. He's gonna put it on. She's gonna be like for like oh. a second. Yeah. She's it's like, gonna be like it's like a reverse. She's all that. Yeah. Yes, but not he's all that. Okay, what else? I think Betty's gonna be back in the FBI because they're gonna be like, you solved this whole case. Good job, girl. We still have trash bag killer too. Yes. Huh? Oh, okay. That's the thing. I do not think that trash bag killer was a member of this family. No, I think he's a separate not. serial killer. Yeah, yeah, completely. I agree. Oh yeah. Although. With the last body they found being dismembered, and they even mentioned it several times. They're like, why would they completely change their MO? <gasps> that was probably I TBK. Think TBK's in Riverdale. Wait, who got <gasps> dismembered? Squeaky. Squeaky. Yeah. I her think body. she got into that truck. And with, even that we when was, the uh, TBK. And even when the Mothmen were like one of the Mothmen when it was like choking Betty, like you kept seeing it like flash between the Mothman and TBK in like Betty's eyes, you know, because of like her experiences with TBK. But also I feel like it's also a hint that he is going to be coming. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Mothman family had sex with the maids and houseworkers of their house <laughs> and then they sent them off to a different part of the woods where they raised a family of trash bag killers. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yes. <laughs> do you think we'll wrap up TBK in the next two episodes or do you think that's going to be like the big bad villain of season six? I, I think they're going to continue it. There's... They yeah. haven't laid enough foundation That's to like true. unpack it. Like he could, they could like meet him and then he could run away and then they'd, they'd be like oh, on yeah. the run. Yeah. I think it's going to be like a tease, like the end of season one when the Black Hood came in and shot Archie's dad yeah. and then he was the big baddie for the next season. Yeah. I Agreed. think they're going to do one of those moments. 
I mean, I get how many musical numbers do you think they're going to do? 27. 27? <laughs> in these next two episodes. <laughs> Nine per yes. episode? Or is one like 20 and the rest are like spread out a little bit more? No, just 27 one episode. One episode? <laughs> Let's go. Okay. I don't know. I feel like we're so wrapped up that I think the next two episodes are going to set up but something that's, nice. I think that's when it gets good though. I know. You know. Riverdale is, I, is good at wrapping things up before the finale yes. so that they have a couple episodes or at least one episode to like deal with the climax. Yes. And I appreciate that. I feel like so many shows don't do that and I wish they did because it's like it's nice to have just even like a little bit, yeah, of like Because then you get to do with the characters. Yeah. yeah. And have more character time besides just that big story. I hope it's good. This episode sounded pretty good. Yeah. I will say. It was yeah. a lot. It's oh, wow. yeah. Oh, it was a roller coaster, especially when like Veronica like hit her dad over the head and tied him up. I was like, "What is happening?" Like, yeah. what is like this whiplash. from Veronica? Yeah, yeah, yeah very whiplashy episode. Mm-hmm. I guess it has been a lot, but I don't know. It's more interesting. It's not like no, it, it, good. it feels more like it's for a reason. It's not just like because. Yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And it was so like refreshing and nice <laughs> to have like these answers too. Yeah, yeah. I Do just hope they didn't she... like blow their load too early. I don't know. I think they're gonna set up a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Including Cheryl's witch stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that going to wrap up this season? Like, no, have I an think, answer? I think this is only the beginning. I think yeah. maybe, like, season finale, Cheryl's going to do something witchy, and she's going to be like, oh my gosh, I have, like, legitimate witch powers. Cheryl I'm, seems like that girl in middle school, high school, who thought she had witch powers. <laughs> who, and or who thought she was literally a vampire. Yes. Oh my li- god. That is, okay, yes. Yeah. There are horse girls, there are wolf girls, and there are vampire girls. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, one prediction I have too is that Kevin is going to get wrapped up in Cheryl's mom's cult that she's going to make. Oh Yeah. I could see him, like, taking over where Cheryl, like, leaves off because she's, like, above uh. it or whatever, maybe. Also, Cheryl has that corpse. Yeah, what's happening with Jason's body? Is she just nibbling on that? Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> Who knows? Like, somebody's got to find that. Ooh, I bet Penelope finds it, and she, like, takes it from Cheryl, and that causes this drama between them, and Penelope Ooh. wants to, like, do some sacrifice or something crazy with it. She wants to nibble on it. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think they're going to, like, catch on to the Juniper and Dagwood thing. I think that's something I came up with originally. Yeah. 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 Well, no, they listen to this podcast, they do. obviously. Yeah. So mm-hmm. They know. They'll know. They know what they didn't do. <laughs> we want more Juniper and Dagwood, please. And Sneak Zaddy. Yes. And Jughead and uh, Santa kissing. <laughs> no. Well, Sam wants that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally no one else. <laughs> Don't say literally no one. I don't know. I could comment, be putting that. Yeah. Please leave a comment if you actually want this Jughead, jug, Junkyard Santa. What's their, what's their junkhead, ship name? Junkhead. junkhead. <laughs> if you want the Junkhead ship, please comment. Please tell your friends. Thank you for listening. As always, we're Riverdale fans first and friends second. If you want to support the podcast, like and subscribe, tell a friend, or leave us a review. And follow us on Instagram at Rivertales Podcast. See you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.